Welcome back to another episode of Caps Off by the Game Day. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy freaking Jesus. New Year. Hey, happy uh, none of our teams have lost in the New Year yet. Uh, that's that's true. That. That's true. Yep. Good point. That's how it works. Because yeah. it's only the second. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Second day of January. Mm-hmm. Now, that intro song. That intro song to, to this live, bro, is the craziest thing of all time. Like, I just get so hyped when I'm just like, <laughs> we're waiting on the countdown. We should so, get AB on it. That's if true. Listeners, get... yo, listeners, if, if you don't know what I'm talking about, you got to tune into the live stream, bro. I'm like, oh. what? Like, where's it? Where, where's it all go? Twitter, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Reddit, CBS. Yeah, Dude. CBS, ESPN. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're, we're live everywhere, man. You can find us literally wherever you look in all towns of every place in the world. That's caps That's right. off. Caps off. We do it live, you know. Also, yeah. if, you're, if you are listening, you do get that same music off the top of the podcast every day. That's, That's true, true, but... That's but true, but it's not a minute. It's not a minute of just like no, build up, right. bro. Like that shit gets me so hyped, man. I feel like I'm about <laughs> to walk out to the Super Bowl. You know what's amazing about this episode is that there's officially two people in the greatest state um, recording live from here. That's you know, last last week it was in Texas, um, and now it's in uh, South Florida. So that's that's just fantastic news. It's something we definitely should celebrate. Do South Flor- Floridians do South Floridians not identify with the rest of the state of Florida? No, not at all. No, not at all. It should be somewhat of a North and South Dakota, right? If you wanted a full on Dakota, um, <laughs> it's just North and South Florida, it's just Miami West. beach base, Miami and the beach is there well, and the then everywhere it's, else. Yeah. You have like Palm beach County, Broward County, and then Miami Dade. And then everything else is just a lawless land mm. that includes Tampa over there, which is nice, but Tampa's as long cool. as really Tampa's cool, Tampa's fine, but we, we don't, associate ourselves with them so south florida is is one state and north florida is everything else right of course yep. uh quick question before we get into uh, our recapping of week 17 did either of you win your fantasy football championships this week <laughs> adam i know you were in three championships did you win any of your leagues i didn't actually get to hear so it's so funny that you asked this question yeah you know because not only did i win one not only did i win two but no i won way. Which is more than LeBron won when he was here. You know, like, this is no way. Did you actually win all three? Three for three. Let's fucking go. Good for you, man. Ten thousand. Ten thousand dollars, including that league, including the ten k league. Wow. Including two others, and not only that, I, it was over before like even the four o'clock game started. It That's was amazing. Man. I went into that ten k league up like 60 points like i had cmc he had tyreek um james cook was on that team laporta but i also had cd and i'm on raw so coming out of saturday night shout wow. out to cowboys shout out to texas shout out the referees um shout out. you know we were feeling we were flowing so um, i'm very happy three championships would have traded all three of those championships for the dolphins to uh at least have bradley chubb healthy but we'll get into that so i'm uh i still am a, a little bit more rich little richer today that's I'm awesome. happy for you man i'm happy i'm so happy for you cd did get you a clutch 40 though that was impressive i will say also Felipe, i got a lot of dms like people thanking like us for helping them with their fantasy yeah. championships for winning them yeah, i didn't even yeah. think that we I had that too. that type of value you know with the fantasy stuff but hey here we are it's a special time it's a special time i got a few dms saying the same thing they specifically they're like yo thanks tell adam i said thank you as well mm, it was so sweet. It was, it was great, man. It's great that we can provide that kind of value, you know, especially being in the same state right now, the great state of South Florida. 
It's amazing. South Florida is a state, not North Florida. So exactly, exactly. But I mean, you were saying you could see Hard Rock from here, so it's uh, from yeah. where you are. So it's it's great. It's great. We're getting it's we're getting a million comments on TikTok right now that's saying JJ McCarthy better than Dak. Bro, you know who that is, yo? That's definitely Jack with his boys, yo. Like, everyone Jack is com- commenting. Jack it. commented. <laughs> No, it's not everyone, bro. It's Jack and, and Michael. <laughs> it's only Jack and Michael. I guarantee you they're BFFs. You're right. You're right. We all, there's a few other people who are hopping on that that train. But oh my hey, God. Shout out Texas, Lipe. Shout out, shout out Texas, Lipe. Yeah, yeah, bad loss. I mean, I'm not really a Texas fan, but, um, you know, I got to represent the state. So that wasn't a great that, that wasn't a great loss. It's okay, though. It was a good game. I didn't stay up for the fourth quarter because I couldn't keep my eyes open, but it was a great game. But when I woke <laughs> That's how boring it was. <laughs> Texas doesn't make it entertaining. Bro, no, I fell asleep. get out of me. I fell asleep during the fucking Cowboys game, bro. I fell asleep when – you know when I fell asleep during the Cowboys game? Uh, the, when the – who we play? We play the Lions. I yeah. <laughs> when the Lions were scoring – the Cowboys were up by like a touchdown or something. The, the Lions were like driving down the field. They scored a touchdown. I fell asleep at the beginning of the Lions drive. I woke up. There was like 24 seconds left. The Lions just scored a touchdown. I'm like, how the fuck is it 21 to 20? I thought we were up. And then they and then I saw the whole two point conversion fiasco. And uh, that's why you're that was a fiasco. You're a real Cowboys fan. You, you didn't suffer through anything else. You just had to wake up at the worst part. You know. That's Dude, all. I was like, I was tripping, bro. I was like, what? The f-? I didn't mean to fall asleep either. I like, I actually didn't. I was that tired. It was crazy. I feel like sometimes when you're watching a game, that's usually what happens. You don't mean to do it, but then it just happens. And next thing you know, your heart's racing when you wake up. Yeah. yeah. So, should we start there? Should Let's we? Let's start I, there. I was about to off. say it. It was a fiasco. That whole two point conversion situation at the end. A uh, lot of drama um, mm. with the Cowboys Lions game. Uh, Felipe, mm. what are your takeaways from that Cowboys win? If you count it as it's a win, just, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they just gotta make up for these mistakes, man. I mean, back to back weeks, you fumble on the one yard line. You did it against the Dolphins. That changed the whole script of that game. You did it against the Lions. That changed the whole script of that game. If you go, if you go up fourteen to, or, or at that point, yeah, I think it was like fourteen to three, fourteen to seven, like. If you go by a, a marginal uh, or, or a good amount, the opposite of marginal, um, a substantial amount at that moment, then now you're forcing Detroit to to really air it out and play from behind. And that's where the Cowboys' strength is, is getting turnovers, leading the league in takeaways the past two or three years, whatever it's been. And so because of a fumble on the one-yard line, when you are able to make that leap, it it puts you in a, in, in a position where uh, you're now not playing at your strength. And that's what happened against Miami. And it, so that's a problem. Again, you saw the run defense not be able to stop anything. Jameer Gibbs looked really good, averaging like uh, – I, I don't even know what it was, but he was looked like he was averaging like six-plus yards per carry. And so, again, the Cowboys' MO this year, I don't. I think it's too late to fix. You have to get – you have to go ahead. You have to get seven at least, 10, 14 points ahead, and then you're going to win every single game you're in. But if you get behind and – Stupid pin or stupid turnovers can can cause that. Then you're going to be in trouble, and you're going to have to sweat out a game like that. So luckily, the Cowboys still beat a good team. So they show that even if things aren't going all the way their way, they can still win a game. But uh, but you're not going to beat San Francisco with stupid turnovers like they had against you know Miami and and Detroit. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think the easiest. Like, I get it. We want to talk about the Cowboys, but I think it's way more important to talk about the Lions. Like, we've kind of gone back and forth over the last couple of weeks, whether they're a contender or not. But, like, this Lions team can generally win a Super Bowl. 
And I believe that because we've always talked about the Cowboys being a team that at home is, is a far more superior team, a team that could actually like put up a ton of points. And like, that's a true testament to the Cowboys and what they can, or the Lions and what they can do on defense and how they can execute. Like this is a team that should not be fucked around with. And I think like, it would not shock me if Detroit had to go into San Francisco and steal a win. It just feels like the DNA of that team, right? Like it doesn't, it's, it's their makeup. It's, you know, Dan Campbell, it's their execution. It's like, they're going to beat you in various ways. And I think that that is what makes a true contender going into the playoffs. It's like, yes, you might have a high powered offense, but your defense kind of sucks. Or yes, you might have a great defense, but your offense, you know, can't really put up points. The Lions can beat you in any which way. And I think Jack's been saying that all year. And it took us yeah. some time to really like catch up to that. But regardless of the score being that close and them getting shafted by the referees, this totally is a team shafted. that can friendly win the Super Bowl. And I believe that. So I got to give credit to the Lions. I think with the Cowboys, like, yeah, believe it, you you need this team to go up, you know, by 10. And now, and now, Codis, yeah, this is what happens with Cowboys fans. I'm gonna go on. Oh, so Coda. Coda. So wait, so hold Jesus. up. So Coda's a Cowboys fan officially. Go on me for a second. Go on me for a second. Me and Mataka handle it real quick. Jesus. Uh, I I will say I will say this to, to Adam's point. The Lions shouldn't be getting this much love. The Cowboys have fumbled the bag almost three weeks in a row, and they they look worse right now than the Lions look good. The Lions we've seen on multiple occasions. We've seen them get clapped. I'm pulling up their schedule right now. When they got clapped by the Ravens weeks ago, we said, "Oh, it's 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 an anomaly." But I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, it is. They 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 got clapped by the Bears, the Chicago Bears. They like divisional matchup. Divisional matchup. You you often like to say divisional matchup always always everybody knows their schemes better knows how to fight. I agree against those teams. Yeah, but then my yes, but that's a three point swing, maybe like a three point game. Like divisional matchups shouldn't you shouldn't lose by. Uh, 15. They lost to the Bears by 15. They almost lost to the Bears the first time. That was one of the craziest comebacks. Uh, they lost to the Packers. I know another divisional matchup. Also lost by a touchdown. So, um, yeah, I, look, I, I just don't think the Lions are as good. I think they're good. Um, and I think they can upset San Francisco, but mainly not because of Detroit, but more so because of San Francisco because they're showing signs of weakness. Yeah. You say, if those teams that. play down, then they Detroit can beat them. But that's, yes. that means Detroit can beat the good teams. I want to talk about more so than those teams' performance. We make shit on the lines again. Uh huh. Shocking. Yeah, I, I, I said. Hold uh-huh. on. I, I, I don't necessarily shit on the lines. I just think they're you're, you're trying to give them credit when the Cowboys have almost they pretty much fumbled back three straight weeks. This is a Cowboys. This is another bad Cowboys performance, just like it was against Miami. Yeah, just but like that's my point. That's, that's my point. It's like we got and flip and the Cowboys and the Cowboys still won. And so, yeah, but if the it, other team it, is playing, is playing a horrible game, being, you still lose. But we got to flip it from being like, this is the line, this is the Cowboys' fault, and being like, this is a credit to the Lions. I get the Cowboys won, but they were. This was a blatant the, like the Lions got rep. shafted. The they Lions, got shafted. they got absolutely so like, shafted. I agree, you guys won, but we have to go from being like the Cowboys at this point, like they didn't play a great game. Like, at what point is it credit to the other team? And I think at this point. If you don't want to do it with the Dolphins, that's fine. But like being at home, we got to credit the Lions. Like that's it. Well, yeah. So what you missed was that I, I just said that the, the Lions have had some really bad losses this year. Like <coughs> earlier, earlier we said like Baltimore when they when they got killed by Baltimore we said, oh that's you know that's that's an anomaly or whatever. But then they get clapped by Chicago, a team that fucking sucks. They get they 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 lose to the Packers. They they've lost to the Seahawks this year. Like they 
they haven't looked good week after week. And and we want to give them the benefit of the doubt. I get it because they're a likable team. They have a likable coach, but they're, they're not they're not a top three team in the NFC. Like that's but that's, that's, but that's every team in the NFL outside of the Niners and the Ravens right now. It feels like like the Cowboys have had bad losses. You've also lost to the Cardinals. You lost to the Dolphins. You've had some ugly losses when you lost to the Bills. Like the Eagles obviously have some ugly losses, and it feels like those would be the top three if you're not referring to the Lions. The Lions are a team that has been able to win uh, some good matchups going to Dallas and be able to compete. Like Lions, you know, are a fair contender to talk about. But when it comes to any other team in the NFL, it feels like there's only two at the top that have had like good wins and not suffer from bad losses. Outside of that, like we, if we're going to talk about, but like, here's what I want to say. If we're going to talk about like the Cowboys and say this is another like Cowboys type of, you know, they lost, even though they won this game, it feels like they lost this game. That no, it doesn't. No, it does because it at the same be. time the Lions like it. The Lions had were in position to win that game. They converted on two, you know, the two point conversion, and then the refs fucked it all up. Like it the was Cowboys won the game. The Cowboys won the game. Dak would have drove down the field, kicked the field goal. We would have won that game. The, the, <laughs> regardless, we won the game. The refs so handed the, fact, the Cowboys that game, bro. They handed honestly, it. Honestly, I'm not. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie. I was very sleepy. To me, it looked like the right call. I don't know if it was the wrong call or not, dude. I was the, very sleepy. The the first the first they they went for the two point conversion three times the first time the offensive lineman tried to check in with the ref and then they didn't they didn't process that and then they threw it converted it to the offensive lineman who caught it and they said ineligible man even though the, there was like video evidence of the of the guy going to check in with the ref and he did it like so, for some reason that ref didn't compute but, some but regardless and then I'm they went for it again and it was called back on a holding or something I don't even remember what it was, I'm, was I'm with, well and then there was that, offside on defense once though, it was called back they should have Dan Campbell should have taken you know took took that kick the like, field God, goal okay God once it was called back twice you got to kick it on the point. third try yeah. for sure God is, God but, is sending you a sign go take the extra yes point agreed and don't go for two don't go, go for two but what I'm trying to say is that I get it regardless of wins and losses let's just purely talk about performance and being able to go into Dallas is no small feat so I get it, Lipe. Like we've said, the Lions have had some bad losses, but we've also talked about how the teams have been playing as of late. The Cowboys, as of late, have been better, but now they suffered a few losses. The Ravens, as of late, have been dominant, and that's why they are probably going to be considered the best team in the NFL. Prior to that, the Niners were the best team in the NFL because of how they've been playing of late. Regardless of wins and losses, the Lions, as of late, have been playing like a team that can go win the Super Bowl. So that's why I just think I get it. We can talk about the Cowboys and be like, Cowboys, another kind of choke job. They almost fumbled it away type of situation. But at the same time, like, no, my takeaway is more about the Lions than the Cowboys. Like, this Cowboys okay. team has lost, you know, what is this, two, three, three straight, Buffalo, Miami, Miami. No, and then we obviously haven't. We just won. We just won. I'm, I'm also, the, the Lions are three. The Lions are three and three of their last six. They're not playing hot. And I'm saying how it's feeling. They're I'm not. saying how it's feeling. The, the Cowboys obviously won this game. But based off of my takeaway and based off of what happened, like, the refs, the Lions – should have won that game. They went for two ballsy move type of situation. We could theorize, you know, if we we're going to say Dak would have went down and scored it's the same way I'm going to theorize and basically say that the Lions, it feels like they won. So I just think the Lions are a real fucking team. They can easily go win a Super Bowl. I think they can definitely yeah. go into San Francisco and shock them. That's just my takeaway from that game. Yeah. They're for real. The Lions are for real. Yeah. They are. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, I get it. I get it. Game wanna, this game like, didn't show me that. But that's Bro, fine if you want to think that. I'm just saying this game didn't show me anything. It didn't give me any hope for the Lions. You like, were asleep, you, you, so that makes sense. You, you lost. <laughs> Yo, Felipe, we've been saying all year, don't sleep, and you were asleep. That is that's what – that is on no, you. All I'm saying is all I'm saying is, you go to a contender, you go to Dallas, you're supposed to at least 
try to like you got to win a game like that and you lose. So I don't know why that why they would get better if they lost a game that they're supposed to win. Well, Felipe, you said you're gonna blow up Detroit by twenty. You said you're gonna blow up Miami by twenty, and neither of which happened. So like at some point we got. Hey, but what did I say though? But what did I say? I said the Ravens would blow out. The Dolphins by 30, and they beat them by 35, 37, whatever. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. I mean, I'm with you. I I just – right now we're talking about the Cowboys and the Lions. I know. That's why – I know. I get it. That's why my storyline is that – that's why my storyline is that the Cowboys fumbled the bag and still won, which obviously makes them a a, a team to be reckoned with if you can play a horrible game and still win. Uh, But regardless, I think the Lions are a good team. They are. They got 11 wins. You can't call – you can't discredit 11 wins. They're a real fucking contender. They are. All right, well, let's talk about that Ravens-Dolphins game. What a <laughs> sight to behold, wasn't it? Huh, Adam? I mean, going into that game, like, as a Dolphins fan, I was not I, – I, we're playing with house money, right? You win, amazing, you're the one seed. You lose, okay, you go back home and fight for the division. Like, that felt like the probable outcome of the entire situation. You weren't going 3-0 in your last three. It just felt unreasonable to wish that. But I still think the Dolphins are a team that can contend – because like we've like we've seen like some teams are going to play well some teams are not and with the dolphins their biggest like handicap right now is injuries but this you know flipping it all the credit has to go to the ravens like regardless of the score at halftime like there were a lot of missed opportunities but the ravens just fucking dominated the dolphins like it just goes to show how far ahead the ravens are from an execution standpoint right like yes lamar had five touchdowns and it, it kind of more so got out of hand in the second half but like Three touchdowns in the first half, and I think he maybe had 17 completions. Like He was Lamar like Jackson 17 of has, 19, I think. Yeah, I think like he was just as efficient as it gets. And like I think that's also when we were talking about the Lions, that's what makes the Ravens even more scary because they can just beat you in so many various ways. You need to get into a shootout, Lamar's going to carry you in a shootout. You need your defense to go win you a game, the defense is fucking dominant. They might have the best linebackers in the NFL. Like, And we're not even talking about their offensive line. So, yeah, I mean, look. The Dolphins should be called frauds. Obviously, the Dolphins, you know, everyone should. If you're going to attack the Dolphins, they need to be able to take it because now they have to go win at home and, and take the division. But the Ravens are easily the best team in the NFL right now. These back-to-back wins are probably the most impressive back-to-back wins over the course of the season, going from the Niners to the Dolphins and in the fashion that they did. Um, but I still think the Dolphins are contenders. Now they've just been hit with injury after injury, and it sucks. You know, Mike McDaniel should be probably tarred and feathered for keeping Bradley Chubb in the game with three minutes left down 30, but we're not going to talk about that. So we're, we're moving on, but Lipe, uh, take your flowers. You got Lamar Jackson. You called him MVP before, before the, the season. season yeah. All the Ravens a 14 and three season. We all thought you were out of your fucking mind. And as much as it pains me to have to give flowers, um, you, you deserve those flowers. Felipe, you deserve a hoorah. hoorah. <sighs> hey, hey I was looking at that. I was also looking at, I'm gonna go back to this game. I also called the Cowboys at 12 and five. That was uh, keep in mind. Cool. Call them at 12 and five. One more win, we get 12 and five and take the division. I said um, the Dolphins. And I, and regardless, uh, the Ravens, yeah, they they look good, man. I, yeah, we've been saying. I mean, they're they're hot all year. Um, and well, I've been saying that they're they're, they're the best team all year, pretty much. And um, they just look really good. I mean, you have to go in to you have to you have to go into a, a game late in the year and beat a, a contender, as you say, Adam. And not only did they beat him, they, they beat him by 30-plus. What's the math there? 37? They beat him by 37. That's five touchdowns. And so they're as dominant as it gets right now. Obviously, Lamar's playing out of his mind. When we said last week that, okay, he's the MVP favorite, but, like, the stats aren't there. He goes out and puts up 
a perfect passer rating, uh, five touchdowns. Like, it just goes absolutely crazy and puts up the stats that we want to see from an MVP candidate. Now he's amongst, like, elite company when it comes to QBR or when it comes to perfect passer rating games. There's only been a couple quarterbacks in the NFL history that have multiple uh, pa uh, perfect passer rating games, and he's up there. I don't have the numbers right in front of me, but, I, you know, he's whatever. He's, like, top three or something like that. Or maybe he's one. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, the Ravens just, like, really dominant. It, obviously, like, I don't think this is uh, – this doesn't change my perspective on the Dolphins. I never thought they were contenders in the first place. But I think this does show that Baltimore is even better than uh, than the, the public perceived and that Lamar Jackson is that guy. That's all just I out of curiosity, Lipe, while we're just while we're here, what makes a what makes a team a contender according to Felipe Fontes? I, I'm genuinely curious. Like, who are the contenders and what makes them that contender? Mm. Um, I would say uh, a, a great defense paired with uh, a top five quarterback. To me most of the time will make you a contender. So, um, or, and, and a great coaching staff will help that, a team that has been there before. So San Francisco, while they don't have an, a top five quarterback, they have an amazing defense. They have a coach who's been there before, a program that's that's been that's been to the Super Bowl and that has had success in the playoffs. The other teams is Baltimore, top five quarterback, great defense. And other than that, I don't know if there's another, like, like real, true Super Bowl contender right now. Like Buffalo, I think you can say that. Uh, great, great top five quarterback. Kansas City playing very well. Uh, no. Yeah, Kansas City, but they've been playing worse lately. So I, I wouldn't even say that right now that they're necessarily a Super Bowl contender, but they're fringe. And I think the they, Eagles are. They fit that criteria well. though of what you're saying of great defense and top five quarterback. Yeah, that's that's true. But they're, they're I don't defense. know if their defense been like one of the best lately. But then you want to go back to like, but that's where I find it. I, I get the notion of the top five quarterback, but you also said it last week, and we saw it. Like, yes, the Dolphins' defense just got the fucking brakes blown off of them, but the Dolphins' defense statistically had been top three in the league since week eight. They have when they have. came back. So whether or not they're playing like it, and whether or not like yes, what's this game was not an ideal game to talk about the Dolphins' defense, but like. You're saying the Dolphins, I never thought they were a contender. Well, over the last like seven weeks of the NFL season, their defense was one of the best in the NFL. And their yeah. offense really hadn't been clicking either. But we had seen early on in the season what that offense can do. So right. I, I get what you're saying. I, I agree with you because I made a contenders list and I'm curious to know what our thoughts are. It only feels like there are two like teams, upper echelon teams that it just feels like are going to meet, you know, in the in the Super Bowl. And then there's like teams that could go on and win three playoff games and go on a run or just win one playoff game. That's kind of how I see it. And I do think the Dolphins fit into that category. I think the, the Cowboys fit into that category. The Eagles, like the, even the Chiefs, like there's so many teams in that category because there's only two at the top. Yeah, I think that that's that's why like I'll agree with you in the fact that I, I think Dallas is similar to Miami, you know, in a way that like the reason Miami isn't there for me is not because of the defense. The defense has been playing well. It's Tua. He's not a top five quarterback. And I haven't seen Tua come up big in, in very crucial situations where he needs to, like at the end of a season when it's going to it's make a break type thing. And I've seen other quarterbacks do that. Or it's a situation like the 49ers, who Brock hasn't necessarily done that either, but they have a team that has been there before and a coaching staff that has been there before. And so that's the difference between the Niners and the Dolphins. And so it, I think there's only two real contenders right now. I, I think that's the biggest thing. Sure. And the Niners don't even look as dominant as they did five weeks ago. Baltimore looks like they, they look far and ahead the, the best team in the league.
Yeah, yeah I mean, I, th- I think that's fair. I also think, like, we got to also have context. I'm curious. I wish Stephen Patton had, like, an injury power rankings, like, analytics list that I can just go off of right now because the Dolphins have been hit with just injury after injury. And at some point, yes, you need to overcome injuries. But when you lose your start, your two star, you know, uh, edge rushers, your starting center, you've been missing, you know, two of your offensive linemen the last couple of weeks. Jalen Waddle was out. Moster was out. Like, you should get your fucking ass beat if you're missing a majority of your stars. So, but don't let that, don't get a twist, not making excuses. Dolphins got their asses fucking handed to them. They're going to have a chance to go win the division. I was curious with your contenders because you were talking about like the Dolphins are never not a contender. Well, then under that logic, there's really only two contenders, but you just said yeah. that. So I think that's fair to say. Um, Did you make Dolphins a list of contenders, had... Adam? What? Did you make a list of contenders? Is that I what you're getting to? You want to go into it right now? Sure. I mean, I have I have something related to Lamar also. I want to. I want to. Yeah, I want to go into Lamar because I think it's it, uh, Lamar has locked up the MVP. We all agree on that. Five touchdown. Lamar Jackson is now minus twenty thousand on Fanduel to be MVP. It's insane. minus twenty thousand. Felipe, However, well done. Good call, my friend. What'd you get him at? What were the odds before the season? Do you remember? I don't remember. Plus six hundred, something like like I don't know, plus fifteen hundred. But correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Lamar doesn't lead in any statistical category, you know, out of any of the quarterbacks. I don't think. I don't think he leads in any category at all, except for rushing yards amongst quarterbacks. Can we fact check that? I was looking through StatMuse earlier today just to see if he was in the top ten of certain categories. He is in the top ten of some. Like, I think he's in the top 10 of, like, touchdowns. I don't know. Top 10, but I, I couldn't get any. I do have a game, though, related to stats amongst the some of the MVP favorites right now. Obviously, Lamar is minus 20,000 for MVP, yeah. according to FanDuel. Yeah. Uh, but I have a bunch of – I have the stats of the four other – the three other guys who are leading the MVP odds right now. That's Dak, Brock Purdy, Josh Allen, and Lamar. Okay. I'm going to read you some of their stats. Here, I'll send them to you so you can see them. You know what? Actually, I'm not going to tell you which one is which. You probably know some of them, Felipe, but um, I'm going to text them to you guys right now so you can take a look at them as well. Here's one of them. I was trying to go through some stats and find some stuff. I mean, yeah, he's he's definitely – I'll tell you one thing. He's not in the top three a lot of these. Here's three. You got stats for me, Papi? I'm texting them to you guys right now. Yeah, I got him. I mean, I know. Here is four. Okay. Okay. So there are four players. Player one has 4,237 yards, 32 touchdowns, 264.8 yards per game, 104.2 pass rating, and only eight INTs. Player two, 4,280 yards, 31 touchdowns, 267.5 yards per game, 113 passer rating, and 11 INTs. Player three, 3,947 yards, 27 touchdowns, 246.7 yards per game, 91.5 passer rating, and 16 INTs. Player four, 3,678 yards, 24 touchdowns, 229.9 yards per game, 102.7 passer rating, and 7 INTs. Is this total touchdowns or just passing touchdowns? Just passing touchdowns. Okay. However, I will tell you right now, Lamar Jackson only has five rushing touchdowns this year. Yeah. Josh Allen has 16 or 15. Jalen Hurts also Jalen Hurts also has 15. Josh Allen has 6 15 rushing touchdowns. 15 rushing touchdowns. I looked at it this morning. 
Damn. Now, if you were to look at just these four <laughs> players, Adam, Adam, I want you to look at this for, for a second. It's Felipe. the second one because it's Tua. I know, Felipe, 42. Which one, wh how would you rank these, these ones? Would you rank them how I sent them? Would you rank them in a different order? What would you rank if you were to rank these based on just the stats? How would you rank them? I mean, based on the stats, but like I, I don't know, Felipe, Felipe, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to shit on Lamar here. I'm going to get to why I think this is actually a praise for Lamar. Go. Okay. All right. I mean, in terms of stats, uh, you probably go, <laughs> you probably go the 31. Uh, you probably go to four, two, three, seven yards, 32 touchdowns first. Yeah. And then yeah. you go, and then you go the, you go in the exact order you sent them. All right. So the order I sent them in is player one was Dak. Player two, player two is Brock. Player three is Josh Allen, and player four is Lamar Jackson, who is minus twenty thousand to be MVP. I thought you said two was on this list. I didn't send Tua. I didn't say that. You oh, said that. That's so fucked up. You said okay. that. I didn't say that. You said that. Uh, just for just to show you the odds for a second, Lamar, who was player four on our list, is minus twenty thousand according to FanDuel. Dak is plus sixteen hundred. Brock plus 2,500, and Josh Allen plus 3,000. Tua is fifth in the odds on FanDuel, uh, so I didn't include him on this list. But my point is to show that, the point of this is to show that Lamar Jackson 100% deserves to be MVP. I think everybody can agree with that. If you watch any football, you know he's the best player this year. He's been just dominating, leading his team to wins. And without Lamar Jackson on his team, the Ravens would not have 13 wins like they do. And I just think that this kind of proves to us that the MVP, though the statistics are very important, the MVP award is not, and I don't really think ever has been or should be about just what your stats are. It really is how valuable you are to your team. Now, is that to say that I do still think Tyreek or Christian McCaffrey should be MVP over him? Maybe, but I do think that this is a good little uh, example, exemplar, well, then, example okay, of well, why stats don't paint the full picture about players in the NFL. So then let's for, for the sake of it, let's theorize. You take away Lamar Jackson, you put Pro Bowl quarterback Tyler Huntley there. They may not have 13 wins, but they might be a 500 team. You take away Dak Prescott, you put Cooper Rush. Yeah, but I what, think dude, worse. the difference between a 500 team and a, and a 13 win okay, team is drastic. It's in, it's, it's in the context of what their record is right now. So my point is by saying you put in Cooper Rush, maybe for Dak, I think they are a worse team than the Ravens with Tyler Huntley. If you take away Josh Allen and you put in who God knows who the fuck is back there after backing up Josh Allen, they're a far worse fucking team. You put in Mike White over Tua, you might have – that's another maybe 500 team, maybe slightly above 500. Who's another – who else were we mentioning? Are we Brock saying Hurt, 500 is good? I'm saying in context of how good the team is now, going back to 500 is not that much of a drop off. Yeah, but they're, they're not beating the – they're not – but that's not my point. The point is, if you're the most valuable player at the end of the day, then naturally that team should go from best to almost worst if, the, if you're elevating that much. I think the biggest drop-offs occur from the Cowboys, the Bills, who the fuck else is there that I was missing? Like, the Niners, like, Brock Purdy's playing incredibly, but Sam Darnold, that team could be 500, right? That's my point, is the drop-off between how good they are now and if you put their backup quarterback in, if they go to 500, then how could they be that valuable? Now, this isn't to shit on Lamar. But because Tyler the Huntley difference between 13 wins and you're under or you're overvaluing what what 500 is right or nine and eight is, you know, like a, a, a 13 win team is that's a top three team in football almost every year. Right. Like 
If, if a, a, a nine-win team is not, it never even is close. That's a huge drop-off. I think the way I see that is like that is as big of a drop-off as it gets pretty much. Of course, you have to have good okay, pieces around not, you. What's a bigger drop-off? The Cowboys at 11 wins and going completely under 500, like feels very – I feel very confident to say that. Or the Bills, their record should be drastically different, I think, because of those two losses. So I want to give them those two wins, but I can't. So we'll use the Cowboys for this argument. The Cowboys at 11 wins, you put in Cooper Rush, and they drop down below 500. Or the Ravens at 13 wins, and they go to 500. What's a more drastic turn of events? Theoretically, they're the same if they're, because they have two more wins. It feels like the exact same to me. I, I don't feel any, any difference, which means Lamar... I mean, I don't know. It feels, it feels like no difference to me. I don't know what you're saying. I, I, I get... I get I, look, Lamar deserves the MVP. We keep saying that. I just think if we're going to say stats don't matter, stats have to matter. That's not what I said. That's not what but I said. But what are you, but what, then what are you saying? I said stats don't paint the whole picture. Stats are important, but that doesn't mean stats are the only reason that a player should win MVP. If that were the case, That's Dak Prescott would be the, the MVP right now. Rock Purdy would be the MVP I, right now. Correct me if I'm wrong. In the NFL, I feel like it's usually it's the guy with the better stat, like top elite stats, and then the best record. This case this year, it's been best record stats down here rather than being here and i think that that's it's not to usually say that they, of, yeah but we also have usually, been saying though that they're usually the best stats will go along with the best record usually that's what happens like the not. chiefs will have the best the chiefs will have the will be the best team in the nfl and mahomes is putting up the best stats so that's why that's a trend but this year you have to look at it different differently you have to actually look at the nuances because the team might be performing better but the quarterback maybe isn't performing as well or like a team like the 49ers who have the most talent in the NFL that maybe we've ever seen. And Brock Purdy's completely benefiting from that. But is he as valuable to his team as a Lamar is to the Baltimore? No. And you have to be able to look at a lot of different nuances. That That's why I think it's I, different. That I, I totally understand. And I'm not saying Lamar isn't the MVP. I'm just saying it, at some point, I feel like there might need to be a time where we flip it a little bit and say, okay, maybe the most valuable player of this year comes from a different position because of those stats. And again, this isn't me saying Lamar isn't the MVP because he deserves it after a perfect pass rating five TDs. Like that's as good as it gets to wrap up the MVP. And frankly, Tyreek, the way he finished, doesn't deserve it. Or CMC, the way he, you know, did a lot of people who carry who he carried to the championships fantasy teams, like mm. he doesn't deserve it. But I'm just saying, like, at some point we might have to break that trend of it just going to the best quarterback on the best team. And this felt like the year that it could have happened. And obviously it didn't, given how it ended. But I do think at some point, like, yes, you're right. We have to look at all the nuances and the context behind everything, but we got to break that trend also. So when is that going to happen? I agree with that. I just don't know I if agree it will. With that. I agree with that in terms of, like, changing the position. But I also still think that it's tough because the Dolphins like, could lose Tyreek. The Dolphins could lose Tyreek, and Mike McDaniel is going to scheme up that offense similarly. I know, I know it hurts not have that crazy weapon. And the San Francisco 49ers – I know Christian McCaffrey makes a big difference, but as we talked about, they've had great running backs that aren't good running backs, but have had great running back years in San Francisco. And so these guys are amazing independently. But when we talk about value, it's how how important are you to your team's success? And Lamar is as important to his team's success as he's more important than Tyreek is to Miami and to than Christian McCaffrey is to San Francisco. So then when you compare when you combine that with the wins. Then I think that makes Lamar MVP, even if you positions. I still I, I want to go back to there. I agree with I you, Adam. The only other person I think that is that has the 
strong argument for the MVP is the guy who is second in odds right now, which is Dak Prescott, right? You take Dak Prescott off the team, you're right. There's a huge dip in how the Cowboys perform. But right now, and I think there is some recency bias in, involved in who, what the MVP looks like, right now, in the late, last few weeks, Dak Prescott hasn't been putting up those kind of numbers. They haven't been putting up those statement wins. The Ravens have been. Lamar has been. Lamar go put, goes and puts up fucking five touchdowns against the Dolphins, who, like you I'm said, just, is a good team. You have to factor those I'm things not, in as well. So I think Lamar 100%. is... I'm not, I'm I'm not, not saying you're disagreeing. I'm just, I'm just trying okay. to just boost Can my argument back? as to why I think Lamar... The, the, why I think stats don't paint the whole picture. That's all. I get that. Can we go back? Can you just fact check? I'm, I'm blanking out. It was Rodgers, right? When Cooper Cup won the triple crown, Aaron Rodgers won. That was his second MVP. Yes. Something like that. Yeah. Right. So I think we, we look at that. That's a great situation, right? Like Matan, any chance while, like, cause you have your computer open. Yeah. My computer's at 2%. Uh, <laughs> I got it. I can look it up. What you want, Adam? I want to know Aaron Rodgers stats that year. He won his second MVP and I want to, talk about them compared to Cooper Cup's triple crown year because if we're talking most valuable player and we refuse to give it to anyone else besides the quarterback then that case Cooper Cup has the best case to be the MVP in terms of a positional you know a different position outside the quarterback so I'm just curious because we're debating right now and having a conversation over the value of the quarterback position and how stats play a, you know a role in that Aaron Rodgers must have been pure hooper hours then at that case because I can't remember his stats that year he had 4,000 yards, 4,100 yards, 37 touchdowns, and only four interceptions. Jesus. Yeah, so the INTs are massive. And they won, what, 13? They were the number one seed. They went 13 Ball and three, number, number one seed okay. in the NFC, yeah. So that's a great that, – like, that makes sense, right? Best team in the NFL, he would have been number one in stats, right, you know, based off of what we're talking about. I understand that. But then you look at the value of Cooper Cup on that Rams team, and I just think, you know, you take Cooper Cup off, they're not doing as well. Yeah, so but I we think. also did discuss, I don't know if you remember, but when we started the Caps Off podcast, the very first take right after He's that season was system. that Cooper Cup was a product of the system, right? For sure. And there was an argument to be made there, and I think anybody that watches football regularly knew that Cooper Cup seriously benefited from the system he was in, similar to how Brock Purdy has benefited from the system he's in. And that's why he's probably not going to win MVP. Uh, so. Yeah, I get it. I, I'm not, and again, this was never to take away from Lamar. I just think at some point we need... We cannot just give the MVP to the best quarterback on the best team. Now, granted, if Lamar, for example, didn't have this type of game, then it helps the argument I'm trying to make. But going off of a five-touchdown performance, it obviously doesn't make any sense. I just think at some point we got to buck that trend, and that, that trend is not going to be bucked right now. I just, you know, would have been interesting. Yeah. That's all. Uh, can we talk about the Eagles for a second? Oh. Because the, I mean, yeah. the Eagles freaking stink, man. They're stinking. Adam, you still you still you still think the top 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 tier top notch elite great amazing team? So here so here's what I'd say about the Eagles. I still think the Eagles are a team. Let me let me back. Are a team? They are a team. That's a good take. Yeah, That's yeah, a yeah, good yeah, take. yeah. You're not when wrong. When I when we used to get into arguments, and this is like two weeks ago, I thought <laughs> the Eagles to. were still a team that can get the two seed, potentially the one seed. Never underestimate the art of a champion, a team or a team that made it to the Super Bowl. A team with a guy that was a you know in the running for the MVP. I wasn't going to underestimate what the Eagles can do. And so if they have home field advantage, playing at the link, it's one of the toughest things to do. Yes, that team was fucking deadly, and I still believed in them because, like we just said, there's only really two contenders, and that one of those contenders comes out of the AFC. So if it's the only other contender is truly the Niners, then I might take my chances if they had the one seed or have to go in as a two seed 
given the talent on that team, because we do agree the Eagles still have a ton of talent. But now you analyze and you look at that Eagles defense and the fact that that defense has been abysmal all year. Mm -hmm. The fact that it's a lot of these older guys that just look fatigued, um, exhausted after the Super Bowl run, like the energy isn't the same, then naturally I need to also change my tune and be like, this Eagles team is not as deadly as I anticipated them to be because I expected them to win these last three games and gain that confidence. So yes, the Eagles are a team that I still think can win a playoff game. But I'm not going in there being like the Eagles can make a Super Bowl run. And that's what I said two weeks ago. So I'm changing my tune if that's kosher. It's kosher. So kosher. Yeah, to what? Yeah. Well, you don't you don't think the Eagles can make a Super Bowl run, is what you're saying? I don't think the Eagles can make a Super Bowl run anymore. So, you're just, okay, so, so you are changing your tune, you said. Yes, I'm changing my tune. Oh, okay, okay. But okay. I still think the Eagles, and you'll see in my, my contenders list and my tiers list. What are you saying, Matan? Tone? Is it tune? My tone? My tune. Tune my tone. Hey, hey, you look tone right now, but you've been working out? Uh, no, actually, it's been a couple days of tone. just feeling like dookie. No, I think. Look, I, I think the Eagles. Like we, we have to, we have to talk about how teams are getting worse at the. Yeah, that's time. fair. And that's the Chiefs as well. It's insane to me that the two best teams of last year are becoming two of the worst teams heading into the playoffs. Right, like obviously the Colts. We have to. We can't really talk about the Colts that that much. But the Colts are a team that like are winning fucking games. The Chiefs look fucking bad even though they find a way to win against Jake Browning and the Bengals. The Eagles look fucking bad, and they lose to the Cardinals. Now, shout out. Maybe there is something in the water in losing to the Cardinals, and maybe the Cowboys and the Eagles will meet in the NFC Championship somehow, if that's even possible. But as of right now, the Eagles fucking suck, and it's frankly on that defense. There so. is – there is we, we do put a lot of weight, though, on, on playoff history, like on your success historically yeah, yeah, in yeah. the playoffs, yeah. right, of like – you know, yeah. oh, Dak hasn't had the playoff success, right? Like, whereas the, the Eagles have had the playoff success, but even if it isn't Jalen Hurts, right? They did win the Super Bowl a yeah. few years prior. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, you know, like you're saying, the Chiefs and the Eagles both are coming in not strong. Te they're, they're not coming in as the stronger seeds in, the, in, in either division, on either conference, but we got we to gotta continue to hold that same weight of that history of playoff success. Exactly. And like I've said a million times, Patrick Mahomes is LeBron James, right? He's the best yep. player in the league. He at any point is going to turn it on in the playoffs and he's going to change the, the change the tune of the Chiefs' success this year. You know what I'm saying? So but, I don't think we should sleep on the Eagles still because I still think that they, they have that history of playoff success. Nick Sirianni knows what he's doing in the playoffs. They proved it last year. Like They're, they're going to be a force to be reckoned with, I still think, in the so, NFC. So I have, I have a question that I want to propose to you guys. And I know I briefly asked you, Felipe, one time, and I think it's a good time to bring it up as we talk about the Chiefs versus the Eagles. The Chiefs are a team that does not have the talent of the Eagles. The Eagles still have a fuck ton of talent. Yeah. So I want to ask both of you guys, and I'm curious. I want to ask anyone that, like, on our TikTok, on our Instagram, on our YouTube, everything, like, what percentage of a team's success, how much can you attribute to a team's success in terms of percentage goes to coaching versus talent? So what percentage do you attribute to a team's success based off of coaching and talent? Does that make sense? Yeah. I, Felipe is yeah, going to be able I, to answer this question better than I am. So I, I already, I know yeah, these answers. Yeah. So I, I just want you to talk about it because I, I want to make a point about the Chiefs and the Eagles. I think it's super high. I think it's close to like 70% probably coaching. Where yeah. like you can have a very talented team and your coaching fucking sucks. Like you, you're going to be the Chargers. And and the, uh, the other end of that is the Miami Dolphins. Yep. Um, which they have a lot of talent, don't get me wrong, but I'm convinced Mike McDaniel can make literally anything happen. And same with Kyle Shanahan. So then when you give them talent, and then you're talking about like 
oh wow, this top is teams, top teams in their conference. Yeah, yeah, exactly. which they are. Both of those teams are. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I said the exact same thing, right? And I got into a full-on argument um, about what percentage that looks like, and I said it's sixty to seventy percent coaching, whereas that other, you know, whether it be thirty percent or forty percent is talent. Because I agree with you, if you don't have talent, naturally you're going to suck. But if you're like you mentioned, the Chargers, like the inverse of that, also let's look at like the Patriots, right? Who have had coaching Bro, but has no talent, and it doesn't. You, you know, you have to the Giants are can't be. You have to like realign those expectations. You, what were you saying about the Giants? The Giants are the opposite, right? They have Brian Dable, who I think everyone here can agree is a very solid, good coach, has proven a lot of success, but has no talent and can't make yeah, anything yeah. happen with no talent. I mean, yeah. and again, I think, and, and I've, I think I love how you brought up the Dolphins example because the Dolphins coming down to coaching, same exact offensive line, and they've had a, an offensive line that's been hurt pretty much all year. They were 32nd last year. They bring in a new offensive line coach with the scheme. Naturally, they are now one of the better offensive line units in the NFL, but same talent, right? Things didn't change. So I agree with you. I think coaching supersedes talent in the NFL. Now, that's not to say that you could just win with, 90% coaching, 10% talent. You need talent, but it's got to be very close on either side around the 50-50, 60-40, 70-30 type of range, yeah. depending on the team. The Chargers are a great example. The Patriots are another good example. You know, the list goes on and on. So bringing it back to the Eagles versus Chiefs conversation, the reason I have more faith in the Eagles versus the Chiefs heading into the playoffs mm. is because the Eagles have far more talent. Now, granted, the coaching, I trust Andy Reid over Nick Sirianni. And we've seen that because we have to put a lot of stock in the fact that they lost, the Eagles lost Shane Steichen and the Colts are now in the playoffs and Jalen Hurts doesn't look as good. And yet the Cardinals just went in to beat the Eagles with the former defensive coordinator who understands how to defend that team, right? And obviously the Cardinals are a team that doesn't have talent and yet they somehow win four games this year, which I know it's not a lot, but like they still had looked competitive all year versus the other side of it, which is the Chiefs defensively they have talent and they have patch Mahomes, but Kelsey doesn't look the same. And naturally that entire offense is struggling. So I'm going to put more stock, more faith in the Eagles because of talent and the fact that Nick Sirianni has gone to Super Bowl and I can't, you know, take, take away from that. But when it gets to the playoffs, talent matters uh, a ton. Um, but I, I was just, yeah. Matan, what would you say? I was just, no, I fully agree. I think in general, like coaching does generally, like will generally outweigh talent if you have like a kind of baseline level of talent. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like your average talent. But I do think that Patrick Mahomes is an outlier to that. For sure. Like, I, I think that's I, fair. I, but I also think that changes in the playoffs. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, no, I, think, I, I agree. I agree. The Chiefs, I, I, I just, I'm going to keep beating this drum until the drum fucking breaks or dies or whatever goes mute or my tune changes. But uh, I, like, Patrick Mahomes is very, I still think very clearly far and away the best player in the NFL. And yeah. Andy Reid is easily a top three coach in the NFL. And yeah. you pair both of them together. Patrick Mahomes is the talent, right? Like he is the talent and he is still the best player. And I do and he makes it happen when it needs to happen and I still think their defense is a top 5 defense, right? Like they've been great most of the year. Um and I, I just think it's hard to bet against them. Now, that's not saying I'm like, okay, everyone go bet on the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl. That's a lock. Like I I I can't say that for sure. Of course, like the season hasn't hasn't proven to be like that, but just don't sleep. Quote a, yeah, to least to, tough, to quote a great scholar, Felipe Fontes, do not sleep. Don't accept right. this team. Hey, man, that was disappointing. That was disappointing. But I will agree with Matan that 
I think when it comes to the playoffs and now everything, like, like it or not, the Chiefs don't try as hard in the regular season as other teams have to. Because they know who they like, they know they can win in the playoffs, bro. It's like the LeBron thing. Like that's what I'm saying. They're yeah. not gonna take the regular season as seriously. Adam's gonna hate that because it's like, oh, but the Dolphins. Blah, blah, blah. No, it's true. The Chiefs don't have to try this <laughs> as hard, bro. They like they don't, and they don't want to. They don't care as much. Get into the playoffs when every game matters, and like these are big games that players either either step up or crumble under pressure. The Chiefs know they will step up, and that other teams will crumble. And if they happen. To run into, let's say, a Bills team that also does step up, I think you can still rely on your all-world quarterback, one of the most talented quarterbacks we've ever seen, a guy that's won two MVPs, a guy that's won two Super Bowls and two Super Bowl MVPs to come through. And, and the coaching that you mentioned, they have the coaching. So it, for the Chiefs, it doesn't matter if they're nine right. and, and eight and they make the playoffs. Once they make the playoffs, they're a contender. It, it, oh. it they're, they're that team. So I agree. Partially. Yeah, uh, we're, partially. we are, though. I, I am, I'm hearing us say this, Felipe, and, and we are teetering on the taking Patrick Mahomes for granted thing of, like, if we're wrong here, which, like, we very well could be, then, like, we're just expecting Patrick Mahomes to be the best all the time. And, I, I, and I also – oh, I am. I but I am, too. I am, that. too. I'm fully I'm, – I'm all in on that as well. But here's, but here's the, the difference in that, and I agree, like, they don't care about the regular season, but, like – at the same time, they still have to win games. And this offense has been abysmal. And it's going to be the first time that Patrick Mahomes doesn't have home field advantage in his career yeah. in the playoffs. Like, this is not just a team that we can be like, yep, the Chiefs, they're going to be fine. Because we could see that the talent is lacking offensively. And therefore, at some point, only so much talent can overcome that, right? They have the coaching, but the talent, like, yes, they have Patrick Mahomes, but someone's got to catch the ball. And there's a reason yeah. the Chiefs yeah. led the league in dropped balls. At some yeah. point, defensively, and it's I've been saying this for weeks now, like defenses can't win you a Super Bowl in today's NFL. Now, they could get you there, and they could play like a damn Super Bowl team, but you need an offense to complement that because if the time of possession is dominant from the opposing team and the defense is on the fucking field the whole game, naturally there are going to, there's going to be a slip-up. There's going to be a crack. And so when you look at the Chiefs right now, defensively they can hold the rope, but at some point that rope's going to fall through because the talent on offense lacks. So – I get it. The Chiefs may coast. And granted, they just snuck by in terms of winning that division. Like it just it felt like they were just losing games and losing games and only putting up. I think it was like, you know, they put up less than 10 points against the Raiders on fucking Christmas. Like we're, we should be worried about the Chiefs. This is not just like your same old Chiefs that we can say we can chalk it up to saying they're going to be fine because they patch moments. It's not. It's just not. Yeah, but was I mean, I feel like going into last season. Also, we had this expectation that the Chiefs were going to be like mid right like or, or like what they are now right but do we think that last year's season was just a fluke no but offensively they were performing like Patrick Mahomes had one of his best years with the weapons so throughout the regular season you were like holy shit yeah like this guy really doesn't need anyone and then this year statistically he's been worse than Baker fucking Mayfield now I just I ripped that out of my ass so don't quote me on it but there's, a high, <laughs> there's a high probability that he has been worse like it wouldn't shock me no, so Baker's been balling. We just we can't put all the stock into being like it's Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. They're going to be fine because they don't have home field advantage. They don't have weapons. Kelsey doesn't look as good. Like there are distractions off the field, whatever weight you want to put into that. And defensively, like we, we the arguments like Ben don't break. Like at some point with all this bending, they're going to break. And I just don't think this Chiefs team is the same Chiefs team. It's fair.
That's Can I it. do my contender list? Yeah, please. Yes, please. Adam, I'm very who are your top what? contenders for yeah, no, the I'll Super Bowl? Yeah, no, I'll give it to you. Please hold. I'll give it to you. I just, I got to. Give I it to us. Shot, you know, I get, took a screenshot of it. Okay, so I have two different contenders lists. So the first contenders list is an actual uh, Super Bowl contenders, NFL contenders list. And I want you guys to say where I missed, where I didn't, what you agree with, what you disagree with. And I'm ve- I am genuinely curious on that. So these are, you know. These are the Super Bowl contenders heading into the NFL playoffs. This is how I see it, right? Heading into week 17 or 18, heading into week 18, these are like the teams that I genuinely believe um, can either win it all or just win a playoff game or two, and I want to know your guys' thoughts. So okay. let's start with uh, the category, which is the only ones who could win it all, according to right oh, now. Oh, we're looking at a tier list situation. I'm at a tier list, oh, yes. Nice. This is a Super Bowl tier list heading into week 18. Okay, so in my eyes, these are the only two teams who can win it all, and I want you your thoughts. It's the Niners and the Ravens, obviously, right? Yeah. Agree? Disagree? Join our Discord and let us know. Uh, thoughts? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Realistically, yeah. I think they're like I said earlier, like they're the two best contenders right now. I would rename that tier, and I would call it like the teams that feel like a lock, because there are yes, other teams. I, there are I, other teams I, that yes. I think could win it all. There are. I, I agree. I, I agree with you, but that's why wait but for my next year like right now it feels like these are the only two who can win it all that's why this is the tier heading into realistically realistically so then this next category literally right under this is they they could win a playoff game or two or three and obviously three games is getting to the super bowl and anything can happen okay and in this tier is pretty much the majority of teams in the playoffs that's the cowboys the chiefs the lions the eagles the dolphins the Bills and the Browns. Okay. Nah, completely disagree. I would take out the Lions and the Browns. And, and the I Dolphins. Would, I, I, you're telling me that all these – so the Dolphins can't win one playoff game. So the you Lions – but you can't win three. You put or. What do you mean? You could win one or two or three because these – That's are such teams. a big difference. Yeah, Winning one huge. game 23 is a huge difference. But that's the, that's, the, that's the next tier. The Cowboys can win one playoff game and not win another playoff game. The Cowboys can get hot and go on a run. The same with the Lions. The Browns, we can't underestimate them with how good their defense is and Joe Flacco playing. All right, sure, sure. If your tier is that, then that's fine. It just doesn't that's feel like tier. it would be the next tier. It doesn't. What yeah, would be it's, the next, too, it's it's too wide. It's too. I would wide think. Of I would think it's like here are the Super Bowl locks, like guys who I th- legitimately could think make the Super Bowl. Uh, next tier would be like to me Cowboys, Eagles, Chiefs, Bills, right? Of just like any yeah. of these teams yeah. will will like they have yeah. a real a real chance to make the Super Bowl, but I don't think it's as big of a lock. Then it's yes. like sleepers or something else, you know. But if your tier is that, then yeah, I think that's a fine list. Any of those that teams to me could get a win. Tier, that's the discrepancy in going into the playoffs is that it just feels like there's two amazing teams. And given the circumstances, who they have to play, where they play, any of these teams could go on a run. I feel very confident. That to me is the next tier of Super Bowl contenders. The difference is, okay, I think the difference in, in what we're talking about is that you think any team can go on a run, which you're probably right by that. By that no, like, any team can go on a run. But – well, you just said that all these teams on in this tier. Could well, there's still, there's still, there's still six, there's still five teams. I know, I know, but any of all the teams you just mentioned can go on a run, a Super Bowl run, right? Yeah, I believe that. Okay, so the, what I my where, where the discrepancy is, I think where we disagree is that some of those teams have a way better chance to go on a run than the others, and that's why there should be these should be two different tiers. The Dolphins. Compared to the Eagles, like I'm, I'm putting everything on the Eagles over the Dolphins in terms of actually making a run. And on the other side of that, 
there are a couple teams in that tier that are more way more likely to lose in the first game they play in the playoffs than others. Yes. And so I think there should be two tiers. And who would that who would those teams be? Miami, Detroit, and Cleveland yeah. would be the ones that are less likely to actually make a Super Bowl run. I agree. I'm higher on the Dolphins than Felipe is, but I, I agree that if I were to if I were to remove any teams from that, it would definitely be Detroit and Cleveland. I mean, I just think that's because of the way, like even, let's not even argue Dolphins. Let's just take the Detroit example for like, the only reason we're saying that is given Detroit's history. And I understand there was a conversation about history, but Dallas's history is not very prob, you know, promising as well in the playoffs. So the fact that they it's just doubles, competed bro. and in Dallas, they had a game stolen from them. We can't just say they're more likely for what they're both, they both they have are. the same record. Who's more likely? Let's say the Cardinals. Let's say the Cardinals had a, a record where they could sneak into the playoffs right now. Would you say don't. that the Cardinals have the same, the same likelihood of the Eagles of going further? No, the Eagles do. Even but though the Cardinals it, just beat the Eagles, that doesn't uh, like. No, that's not at all what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the Lions like they have talent. We just talked about talent. They have coaching. Like we have, we're talking about purely records right now. The Lions and the Cowboys have a very similar Bro. record, if not the same record. The Cowboys so have been. The Cowboys have been way better all year. Over the year, over the year, yeah. Over the year, they oh, have been. Like and recency, and recency as well. I mean, no. they, they, neither of them have been great. The Lions are three and three in the last six. Oh, Cowboys just the same. Cowboys have some. Cowboys have blow up games at home and then have been shit on the road. Like let let's we got to give the Lions some credit here. What are we doing here? Yeah, but they, it's they, too, bro. The Cowboys have not I, been, I, the Lions have been here all year. That's yes, they, yes, they have. No, they haven't. Bro. I could look at point. I could look at. I could look at point. I could look at point differential. The Cowboys have been top three all year. I don't yeah, think the at home, the at home because of how they played at home, and the Lions just went there and pretty much won that game if it wasn't for the refs. No, but they lost. So, but but like yeah. we, we, we're just not putting enough. Uh, okay, sure. If that's the next one, but I think okay. Just, but I, I, we'll go with your tier. We'll, what's your next your tier? Next, next tier is they won't win it all, but they're going to win one weird game, and I truly believe that. It's the L.A. Rams. <laughs> oh. See. Well, it, uh, yeah, that's a good one. I actually think, for some reason, that, and and I'll, I actually know exactly what the reason is. I think the Rams are more likely to get a playoff win than the Lions, or the or the Browns. I was gonna, I was gonna say that exact thing. If if the Rams, the Rams should be in that second tier. The Rams have talent and coaching, and history of and history of success, and a quarterback. And the Lions have way more talent than the Rams. What'd you yeah, say? But, but the Lions have way more talent than the Rams. Worst coaching and no history. No history in the playoffs. Yeah, worst coaching. Right. So, and then I said at one point, talent matters in the playoffs. So that's why I'm going to put them there. I don't think they have enough talent to overcome things. They have one of the younger rosters in the NFL. The Rams are a good fucking team and they can surprise someone, but they don't have enough talent to get you there, whereas the Lions do. And their coaching staff has looked pretty damn good over the course of the year. So that's 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 my next that's my okay. next year. Okay. The next year after that is they're just they should just be happy to win their division. Because that's the Jags and the Bucks. Yeah. The Jags right now are nine and seven, tied with the Colts, tied with the Texans. They were eight and three at one point. They lost a fuck ton of games. They have talent, and they should just be happy to sneak by because they played with their food as of late. They are a better team than what the record shows, but they should just be happy. And then on the Bucks, if they played in any other division, like being eight and eight does not scare me going into the playoffs that much, regardless of how they're playing. And losing that way to the Saints is pretty damn bad considering what the Saints are. So that's my next tier. Qualms, concerns, probably everything because Lipe hates everything I do. No, no. I, no, no, no. I just think that second tier could have been divided up into two. That's, that's my only qualm and concern. Everything else I, I pretty much agree with. I pretty much agree too, but I, I also think 
Tampa could could win a game in the playoffs. That's my only other thing. But the only I, I agree with Matan. Win a playoff game is because they they're like they're going to win the division and host at home. So obviously things could change, but a home field advantage is massive. Whereas with the Rams, I think they could easily go on the road and sneak you know sneak one out. Um, but no, I still think we're hating. You guys are hating on the Lions far too much, but that's okay. Because I know I that. I know that you think that. I know that you think that. And then my last year going into week 18 is just the two teams, right? This is like not finalized. So I'm just going off of the teams that would be in the playoffs today. These are the two teams that I think are playing just with house money. And that's the Colts and the Packers. The Packers, obviously, arguably, yeah. I think, not arguably, but the youngest roster in the NFL. And the Colts playing with Gardner Minshew, a backup quarterback, like, and very little talent compared to some of these other teams in the playoffs. The, whatever they can do, just getting to the playoffs is a massive accomplishment. And whatever happens from there, like if you're a fan of that team, you should be super proud of. So condos, condos crying in the club. <laughs> That's I mean, look, the Texans could sneak in. Other teams could sneak in. So this could change drastically. But going into week 18, those are the teams in the playoffs that the playoffs started today. And if the Colts and the Packers make it, given what their roster makeup is, you should be happy. Yeah. Look, man, I don't have a problem with your tears for the most part. I think it's what Matan said. The second tier could probably split it a bit. But I, I, I like it. I like it. It's not bad. Don't be shocked. Don't and we sleep. disagree on the Lions. It's okay, it's okay to disagree, guys. You know? I no, think it's not. Uh, everything. Everyone in co- in the comments needs to agree all together, 100 to 0. Yeah, it's a good point. Coaching. Everyone you know? tell Adam he's a W. He needs it. He needs a little confidence boost. I miss Jack. Jack would agree. I miss Jack. Jack would agree with me. Well, he'd be fighting for the Lions, no doubt. But I, I'm not. I don't think. It, I haven't thought of me and Felipe shitting on the Lions. I just think that the the Cowboys are so much better. You watch them; they're yeah, so much I, better. I, why? Because they're just they're more talented. They have fucking Dak so, Prescott, who's been having a dominant year. Like, yeah, their I, defense I, is better. Their uh, their point differential the line, is better. They've been they have a knockout punch the that the Lions don't have. Was because of home games and the Adam. Lions. That doesn't Adam. That doesn't matter. The Cowboys are going to have two home games. You just said the reason the the Buccaneers and I'm saying the, the Lions because they're going to have a home Lions game. Just went, the Lions just went into Detroit and basically won the fucking into game. Into Dallas. Into but Dallas. They, okay, so they basically okay. Went into Dallas. Yes. So do home games in Dallas matter or not? Of course they do, but that's why I'm okay, giving so more. They, so, okay, so, so they do. So if Dallas is going to have two home games, their point differential is 166, which is the third best in the league. The Lions' point differential is plus 56. The Cowboys triple their point differential. So, I get it. so do but home games matter or not? Like, if they matter, then we have to count the point differential. Detroit just went into Dallas and said, fuck your point differential. Yeah, and, Dallas, da- and Dallas played bad, and they still won. Yeah. and But it's not like Detroit played amazingly either. Yeah, but they don't play I mean, amazingly. We, Dude, that, Dallas also just Here's the thing. We've said this all year. We've actually said this all year. This isn't a new development with Dallas. We said at their ceiling, they're a Super Bowl team. At their floor – they're just around average. Like they get, they 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 could get beat by anybody. We've said that all year. This isn't a new development. So the, Detroit played at their ceiling, which is pretty good. It's not great. Dallas at their ceiling is as good as any team in the league. That's the difference. And I think when you go into the playoffs, just like kind of like we were talking with the Chiefs, like when everything has you have to go all out, then you're probably gonna play better than you would in a game at the end of the year when like you have you Dallas has had a lock in playoff spot for three weeks now. Like they're not playing for that much now. It turns out they actually are playing for a little bit much, a little bit more because the Eagles are losing. But just I, I just think to sum that up, Dallas has a way higher ceiling than Detroit. I understand that Detroit played very well in Dallas and should have won the game if it wasn't for the refs. 
Did Dallas clinch just, the division yet? No. No. No, we, we went this week. We clinched the division. Or I don't disagree, but I or just Philly think like, loses to the Giants. The Lions have a higher floor, it feels like, right now than the Cowboys. And I'll and, and I also can trust the fact oh, that you may not play true. So I don't that'd think like true. that, but that's what goes back to my next argument, right? That goes back to that tier number two, which is like I don't know what teams are going to show up, but I do know how the ceilings and floors work of those teams. And any of those teams can go from winning one game to going on a run, and neither would shock me. So yeah. right now, like going into the Super Bowl, going into the playoffs at least, I feel confident to say two teams should meet in the Super Bowl. Outside of that, I don't feel confident to say anything else. I agree. Those two teams are good teams. They are. Teams are good teams. And that's why they fit into tier number two. That's all. All right. So so Adam brought up a list, right? Adam brought up a list. And I know we were saying, like, yo, let's 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 have a couple uh let's have a couple games, a couple things to look at for, for a little bit. Uh so I actually looked at this because Lamar, as you talked about, Matan, minus 20,000 to win MVP. Yeah. He's probably going to win his second MVP. Don't let people forget, because everybody likes to forget, that Lamar won the first ever unanimous MVP in NFL history in 2019. I believe it was. Amazing season. Uh, played incredible. And actually, a lot of people are using that season to his detriment this year because they're like, oh, he won MVP that year with those stats. These stats don't compare to that. And it's like, yeah, he was the first ever unanimous, unanimous MVP. He so, led the league in passing touchdowns also. So, like, if anyone wants to knock the stats, like, get the fuck out of here. What are we doing? So, I, no, nobody's knocking those stats. They're using that those stats from that year to downplay his stats this year and say he doesn't deserve the MVP this year because it doesn't compare to those stats. When I'm saying he was the first ever unanimous MVP ever in 2019, you expect him to live up to those stats? Nobody else in the NFL yeah. history has. There will, there, so, there will not, he will not be close to unanimous this year. There will be lots no, of votes for other people. Also, Absolutely. it doesn't matter. Matter. So here's yeah. what I have. Here's what I have. Okay. Cause not many players have won multiple MVPs and it looks like Lamar is going to be able to do that. And it's great for us because we're Lamar fans on this podcast. And uh, this is just another reason to, to put Lamar really in that upper echelon of quarterbacks yep. uh, right now. And potentially if it keeps us going for, you know, a few more years all time. So I want you guys to guess the top 10 player. Let me see how many players have done this before. So, okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, Eight, nine, ten. Exactly ten players have won multiple MVPs. I want you guys to guess them, okay? All right. Patrick Mahomes. So let me actually lead off with this. Here are the or I want you guys to guess the ten players who have won multiple MVPs. Matan, you guess Patrick Mahomes? Patrick he is Mahomes. one of them. Yes, yeah. he's won two. Okay. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, he is another one. He's won four, which is the second most. Mm. Tom Brady. Tom Brady has won three. Mm. I'm trying to think, did well, Payton? Did Payton win more than one? Yeah, I don't think he, he did. Peyton oh, Manning I has the most. Peyton Manning has the most MVPs ever. He has five, bro. Damn. That's crazy. I got another one. Um, I gotta think. Hold on. Who's Peyton has five, bro? Why do I think he only had like two? Joe Montana. I'm in ball no knowledge. Joe Montana, hold up, my internet's bugging. Uh, Joe Montana, he is on this list with two. Nice. Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner has two. Yeah, he has two. Hmm. You guys are doing great. You haven't missed yet, and there's only a few more players on this list. There's only three more, I think, that you guys haven't said. Did, uh, I, don't, I doubt it. I don't know. I'm trying to think. Let me think. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Did Marino do it? Did he ever have he an MVP? Not. Yeah, he probably had one, but uh, he didn't have uh, multiple. Tough. 
I feel like God damn it, I don't want to say I don't want to say him. I mean, I'll just rip Big Ben, but I don't think he, he is. is. Nah. No, nah, he, I don't know I, if he has I, was I don't know if that, he has one. I th- I think he just won the Super Bowl MVPs. Who else is good at football? Fucking uh We've been going on for like an hour and ten. You want to just rip the final? No. I'll give you I'll give you a couple hints. This guy also played for the 49ers. Adam? You said Joe Montana. Nope. The other great Steve. Jo- yeah, Steve nope. Young. Okay. Steve Young. Steve um this guy is the only non quarterback on this list. Who is it? Jerry Rice. No. AP didn't win it twice, did he? Think about some of the greatest players that ever played a game. Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders, that's what I was about to say. Jim Brown? Jim Brown. Yeah. Uh, S3, right. great, great one. Uh, you're missing a legendary quarterback, like a legendary quarterback. Oh, we are. Broadway Joe? He no. played, he played, started playing in the 90s, played throughout the 2000s. Like, he played while we oh, were Brett Favre, Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Brett Favre. Brett Favre has oh three. Oh, my God. Yeah, how do we miss that? He has three? And then, Cause it's yes. not easy when you're just looking at a camera. You yeah. Can't think it. And then the last guy you guys are missing played a while ago. Um, like a famous, like like a big name, but played when like probably mailmen were playing as well. <laughs> mm, just rip it, Johnny Unitas. Oh, Johnny Unitas. Unitas. Yeah. The original, the original Johnny Football. Uh, so yeah, that that's it. So just rehashing that list. In order, Peyton Manning has five. He's, he has the most. Aaron Rodgers with four. Nobody God else has four. Damn. And then a lot of players have three. Tom Brady has three. Brett Favre has three. Jim Brown has three. Johnny Unitas has three. Then Patrick Mahomes has two. Kurt Warner has two. Steve Young has two. Joe Montana has two. If Lamar Jackson wins the Super Bowl this year, the 2023-2024 season, he'll join that list, which is like no, no, as no. elite as it gets. Say that again. If he join, Not if he wins the Super Bowl. Oh, sorry. If Lamar Jackson wins his second MVP this season in the 2023-2024 season, he'll uh, join that elite list. So. I mean, I'm. It's insane. I think, and I started having this conversation yesterday, and I want to have it with you guys quickly. Is that if Lamar, if and when Lamar wins his second MVP, naturally, no matter what, we got to put him as the second best quarterback in the NFL. Does Ooh. Lamar Jackson officially become the second best quarterback in the NFL with with his second MVP? No. I also think no. I'll tell you why. Because we know how good he is. And so the MVP is great. And it, it, def, it solidifies his cause. It solidifies his, his, the, the argument. Aaron Rodgers right? has four but, MVPs. That doesn't mean he's the best quarterback in the league. Okay. But, it solidifies, it, but it, 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 solidifies, it solidifies the argument for him being the second best or makes him even stronger case for a top three to five for sure. But we know how good he is. This isn't new. Like we say, like this isn't as good a season as he had in 2019. We already knew what he could do. What we want to see from Lamar is playoff success, like multiple. He has one. He has one win. And I'm I'm the one that talks about his win, that win the most, because everybody says he hasn't had playoff success. He hasn't been in the playoffs that much, and he's really young. He's like 25 years old, and he has one win. So if he can build upon that this year, then that'll help out. I think for him to solidify top two status, he needs to go to the Super Bowl. And he could lose the Super Bowl, but he needs to at least go to the Super Bowl. Okay, because until but, then, Joe, Josh Allen could go to the Super Bowl this year, and I think most people would probably say Josh Allen is better than Lamar. And I can't really argue against that because he's had more playoff success. Okay, I agree with that, right? So, like, I, I should have gave more more context to, to what I was asking because, yes, I think naturally Lamar, given the MVP, that argument, me saying as if he won zero playoff games this year, 
that's unlikely because they're going to have the one seed and they're going to be the closest to making to the AFC Championship. So I think, yes, if Patrick Mo, um, excuse me, if Lamar Jackson makes it to the Super Bowl or even – I don't even know if, like, yes, ideally he would need to win, you know, the AFC Championship. But even if he just goes to the AFC you know, Championship and then has a pretty decent game with that second MVP, I still think he has a damn good fucking case to be the second best quarterback in the league because we throw Joe Burrow in there for going to the Super Bowl. That's what he's never even had yeah. close to an MVP season. And yeah. the talent around Joe Burrow has been amazing with Josh Allen. The talent hasn't been there, but he's put up MVP like seasons, but he hasn't had real playoff success that we put weights there. So if now we want to talk about stats and accolades, that's got to have a lot of value. And then if you're able to also just get to the AFC championship, which is closer than a lot of fucking quarterbacks, naturally, I think he's got a great case to be the second best. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. If he gets to the AFC Championship, I'm, I'm already saying he's the second-best quarterback. I'm already leaning that way, uh, yes, and I yeah. have been. I, and, right. I, and I have been for, like, ever since we've been doing this podcast. But I would say, like, for everyone, and no one's ever going to fully agree with this because there's a lot Never. of Lamar haters out there for multiple reasons, as we know. But uh, for Lamar to be more unanimously considered the second-best quarterback in the league, he has to at least make the Super Bowl. And even yeah. still, people are going to say, oh, but Joe Burrow made the Super Bowl, and I think he's a better quarterback. But Joe Burrow's never had the seasons that Lamar has had. And yeah. I cannot wait because we know this is going to happen. We yes. absolutely know this is going to happen. I yes. cannot wait for the fucking Ravens to make the Super Bowl and people to say Lamar was carried by that team because his stats Ooh. won't be there. When we didn't do that for Joe Burrow – we didn't mm. do that for other quarterbacks who have made the Super Bowl with amazing teams. That's going to happen. You know what's going to happen because it, it, it's what they're trying to do with his MVP right now. It's mm. what they're going to try to do when he makes it to the Super Bowl. And it, it, it's, you know, first it's Lamar can't win the playoff games. And then when he wins the playoffs game, it's going to see it's going to be that his team. No, nah, Felipe, bro, this is the year. Lamar's going to ball out in the playoffs, make the Super Bowl and prove all the haters wrong. I feel it's, it. I feel it's it. Brewing. Crazy. He doesn't, yeah. I feel it brewing. I feel hey, it's it brewing. It's so crazy. Could not agree more. If Lamar Jackson goes and win the Super Bowl, I guarantee you almost 50%, if not more, of the population of NFL fans will not say he's the second best quarterback in the league because I think it was a factors of race. I think as a factors of being a passing quarterback and a pocket passer. And I mm -hmm. think people just want the person to sit back there and pass and even have the craziest stats. But then people will forget that when he won that unanimous MVP, he also led the league in passing touchdowns, which then people will say, well, passing touchdowns, passing touchdowns. Like, Lamar's accolades will be up there with some of the best, as you just mentioned in that list. Not many quarterbacks in the NFL have ever had more than two MVPs. So I cannot wait for that discourse to happen. No, yeah. Woo! It's, it's insane. It's actually fun to think about. But if that – like you just mentioned it, and I, didn't even, I hadn't even thought about that. But if Lamar wins the Super Bowl this year and he gets his second MVP, which is very likely he's going to get the second MVP, no other quarterback, even if he doesn't win the Super Bowl, no other quarterback – other than Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers, has close to his accolades. Exactly. Like close. So it shouldn't even be a conversation. It won't be. It won't be. It won't be. It's yeah, a losing it's argument. Crazy, you, we have all the fucking backup to, to defend mean, Lamar. Well, it's, it's also crazy. There's, not, there's three active quarterbacks in the NFL that have a Super Bowl. Rodgers, yeah. Stafford, and Mahomes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Am I missing one? Yeah. yeah. If in that case, two have two MVPs and – who are we taking then? Rodgers right now or Lamar Jackson? Naturally, that's how that's how it's going to go. So if we just go pure, you probably take Lamar because he's younger and you think about longevity. But yeah, it, it, it it's really. But, yeah, not, but my it's point crazy. is you're not. Gonna, but my point is you're not going to say Aaron Rodgers is the third best quarterback in the NFL. Joe Flacco. Best. Someone just commented Joe Flacco also has a Super Bowl. Oh, that's Flacco. Fuck. Okay, so Flacco. Yes, but yeah, Flacco. but like starters. As far as like starters, guys who actually like are going to be in rankings as far as quarterbacks. Look, I think it is important to say like let's let's it's it's heading into week eighteen. 
Lamar Jackson's going to go win his second MVP. He's likely going to get to the Super Bowl, given just the path that they have. Oh, right? The oh. Russell Wilson. And Russ. Okay, so fuck us. Okay, right? there's a couple. Right. <laughs> um, but he's hey. likely going to do that. And now the yeah. conversation is going to begin because Lamar Jackson, I cannot wait for people to say Joe Burrow over him, people to say Josh Allen over him. If and when he goes and wins that Super Bowl with two MVPs, Jesus Christ. Because, mm. yeah, because the only thing the only thing that like Joe Burrow has right now, people are going to say, oh, like the playoff success. All right, cool. Like you can't really debate that. You're right. But I, I just have a feeling the goalposts are going to keep moving. But, hey, it's going to be fun, man. It's going to be fun uh, these next – what we're in January now, so this is the best month of the year when it comes to football, man. It's exciting. Dude, very pumped for the playoffs. We got a lot of good stuff coming. Can't wait to keep going with you boys. Uh, hopefully we'll get Jack back on for the predictions episode again this week for the last week of predictions, so stay tuned. I um, haven't told Jack this yet, just yet, but I think I'm taking Jack to the Dolphins-Bills game Sunday night for the division. And it would be fun to get him back on the live. Um, I'll do it live while we're at the game. I'm going to do it. We're doing a big tailgate as well. You I just announced it to the world, so now you have to do it. You have yeah, to bring him. Hey, nobody that's watching or listening right now, live stream or afterwards, DM Jack or nothing. Because I feel like that's something easily somebody could do. Yo, did you hear you're going to the Dolphins? Yeah. Don't do that shit. Don't tell him. Don't, don't, tell don't, him. don't do it yet. Don't do it. I got to make sure I have, I, I have, like, I got to make sure the season tickets are all lining up, but. That's, that should be a fun one to, to show, to be there with Jack and, and have That's so sick. Enjoy, brother. Um, happy New Year to everyone. Hope you have mm. wonderful things coming in 2024. Felipe, no more fantasy episodes this year, so give some words, words of inspiration uh, for 2024. Uh, 2024 is your year. We're going to be great. You know why we're going to be great? Because Adam is awesome. That's why. If you want to be great, you'll be great because Adam is awesome. Awesome, and Adam. Adam. Alliterations. Skull. Cool. And Matan's awesome. And so if you guys want to literally be like the coolest guys of all time, then, you know, you do what these guys do. So, and just yeah, go be awesome. great. Just go be great. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, we need to get back in the studio. This feels so weird. It does. All right. Thanks yeah. for listening to the Capsule right. Podcast. Peace. Peace. Love you. Bye. The Caps Off Podcast is brought to you by The Game Day. Starring Adam Tabachnik, Felipe Fontes, Jack Parodi, and Matan Mann. Check out our socials at Caps Off Pod on Instagram and Caps Off Podcast on TikTok. Subscribe to our YouTube at the link in the description if you want to see more content and watch our videos. Don't forget to go to thegameday.com for all the best sportsbook offers.